Welcome to the show. Today we're going to discuss changing definitions. Why is it happening here in the last couple of years? Words that have always meant one thing drastically being changed and diverted over to a different meaning. Well, I can tell you one thing. The people who control the language control the narrative. And that happens to be governing bodies over us, the people the common folk and the people who control the narrative they shape our perception of reality it's that easy they can simply change the definition and change the perspective completely which is really what i would call and i would hope you would agree a very sinister way of lying to people. So, there is such a large amount of definition changes. We should go over some of them because you may not even realize some that have happened. I'm sure some you've noticed. But let's go over a list of some changes that have happened over the past couple of years that have a major impact on the meaning of certain words that you have always known to mean a certain thing. The word recession. Are we in a recession? Yes, I believe we have been in a recession. The old definition that has been around for ages, forever. I don't know how far back it goes into this country, but a long time. Two quarters consecutively of negative growth of GDP in America constitutes that we have a problem. So, the new definition is convoluted, drawn out into this humongous paragraph of ridiculous shit to read, almost like IRS code. So it's overcomplicated and somehow can be diffused and get the White House, Biden's administration, out from under the gun. Take the target off him because he can now say that we are not in a recession because he changed the definition of it, which is great. That helps him out. That makes him look better because many people will believe simply because he changed the definition that we're doing okay. When you can look around and obviously tell things are not going well in the economy right now. So this tricky little number they did with the definition on recession, it's not fooling me and I hope it's not fooling you. On to the next one. Being healthy. The word healthy, yes. We know what it means. It means being disease-free, right? Being vibrant, energetic, healthy. There's nothing wrong with me. Well, 
Now, academics want to change this as follows. Managing diseases and not solely the absence of disease is a means to a healthy life and should be submitted as the new definition of healthy. It's what they're pushing for. Kara Kiernan Fallon, PhD, and Jason Karlowich, MD, are the ones pushing for this. Managing diseases, not the absence of them, means you have a healthy life. That is bullshit. That's allopathic medicine. That is what they want you to do is be on as many drugs as possible to maintain a healthy life. I say, if you can be off all drugs and live a natural, healthy life, that's the way you're supposed to be living healthy. Okay, on to the next one. They, as a woke connotation attached to it, much the same as some others I will mention. Now they is the definition a single person whose gender identity is non-binary. That's they. Hmm. Interesting. It was also voted word of the year by the non-binary community. <laughs> okay. Um. Similarly added gender identity to its secondary definitions of boy and girl to read a child whose gender identity is male and a person whose gender identity is female. So you don't actually have to be a boy or a girl. You just have to identify as one. That makes you one. This is ridiculous. This is not factual. Listen, a male and a female. The Daily Wire had this program come out recently. What is a woman? I can describe a woman. I mean, they have a uterus, fallopian tubes. They have eggs. They can reproduce. I'm sorry out there if this hurts anybody's feelings, but males cannot reproduce. Males provide the sperm from their penis that goes inside of the female's vagina that fertilizes the eggs and then causes us to have reproduction, a new life. This is all factual, and how this is turning into this woke movement where anybody can call themselves whatever they want, and if you do not give them their proper pronoun or identify them as a girl, even if they're a boy or a boy if they're actually a girl, that you're using violent language like When did language become violent? Talking with people. And the nonsense of going away from science and just saying, I'll call myself whatever I want and you have to abide by it. If I want to call myself a fucking dog, then you have to call me a dog. I may want to bark. 
I may want to run around like a dog and you're supposed to just accept it. It's just as ridiculous. It's not factual. Just because I say I'm a dog, it doesn't make me one. Does it make you more comfortable because you are saying this about yourself? Well, if it makes you comfortable to want to identify as that, that's great. You're not hurting anybody doing that. But when you demand and oppress other people into saying certain things, compelled speech, that is violence to me. Forcing people to say certain things or they get in trouble or they get canceled or they lose their way to make a living. They get fired or they're kicked off the Internet where they have a job or any other means of things that can happen. We've seen violence break out at these woke gatherings. Compelled speech, all I'm trying to say about it is it's more of a fascist indoctrination or a dictatorship that runs these kind of rules on its people. And it's starting to develop here. Our government is supporting it, if not pushing it. I would even go as far to say they're doing psyops to support it with indoctrinating children in shows and schools. And you know what I'm saying? Like it's like the Disney, one of the presidents of Disney in a meeting was recorded saying to slip in these gender identity politics into all of their shows in one way or another, movies, cartoons, everything. So it's, it's happening all over the place. And the most confusing time of your life is obviously when you're a child and you should by no means make any life-altering decisions like changing your gender when you are a child. That's my two cents on it. And I'll move on to the next one because I could hang out here for a while and I'm just trying to let you know how definitions are changing. So on to the next one. Okay, how about racism? The original definition, racism, occurs when individuals or institutions show more favorable evaluation or treatment of an individual or group based on race or ethnicity. Okay, the change definition of racism is to be the marginalization, say it again, the marginalization and or oppression of people of color, very specific, based on a social construction of racial hierarchy that privileges white people. Now, that definition itself is inherently Racist. It's claiming that white people are the only ones that can be racist against people of color. That is a racist definition change. Also added to the definition, systemic racism is a combination of systems, institutions, and factors that advantage white people and for people of color cause widespread harm at disadvantage in access and opportunity. 
Now, a while back, Whoopi Goldberg had a discussion about this on TV that was kind of sensational, saying that the Holocaust isn't about race, but rather it's about man's inhumanity to man in her description of the Holocaust as a conflict between two white groups of people. Now, that is absolutely ridiculous, and Whoopi Goldberg has been known to make ridiculous comments on The View. Um, obviously, the Holocaust was a form of racism, the race of Jews, okay? So, it doesn't matter what color. If you believe you are superior or you look down on any particular race, religious creed, I mean, that's what racism is about. If we just scrub color out of it, take it out of it, there is no white privilege. There is no privilege for any specific person. Maybe at one time in history there was, but this is not a problem now. It's a problem we are creating to cause division between people. I think that there is pretty well across the board equality between blacks, whites, Asians, Mexicans, males, females, so on and so forth. And if you actually dig into the numbers, which I'm not going to do here, you will find that it's a fact here in America. You can look at it by the stats and you will find out that it's just not true. Racism is not a systemic issue that has been causing problems over and over. Like I said, once upon a time in this country, yes, it was. But if you want to go back into history, the first slaves there ever was were white people. And some of the most oppressed people in history are the Irish people as far as being slaves. But nobody ever talks about that. I think it's really ridiculous. And if you look into Africa, how the Africans enslaved their own people. Would you call that racism? Black on black hierarchies where certain blacks are better than others. What do you call that then? I don't know. But this change of definition is pointless and is just to cause segregation and fighting and more problems. And it should not be believed or adopted. In my opinion, I believe that we can all get along looking past race, creed, religion, all these different things. And just accept each other for who we are looking beyond these things and just get along. And stop looking for reasons to fight. Let's discuss the term global warming and how it's changed now into climate change. Why? Because we have not seen any global warming trend over the last 10 years. 
so you can't keep using that one. Gotta switch over to climate change and make that the boogeyman now. Let's just say this. There is no mechanism scientifically that anyone has produced to ever prove that CO2 gas directly yields increases in severe weather causing any disastrous effects through warming, first of all. But this is exactly what they are trying to claim to all of us. Look, this is all scare tactics. That's what it boils down to. I've seen it throughout my lifetime. From one scare tactic to the next. Projections about, oh, in 10 years this is going to happen. It's going to be horrible and there's going to be no coastline left as the icebergs melt and the polar bears don't have anywhere to go and people on the shorelines are going to lose their houses as the waters rise and temperatures are going to go up and everybody's going to cook to death and it's all man-made and it's bullshit. The earth goes through cycles. They even say crazy shit like what we're doing to the planet through climate change is shifting the pole of the earth. I mean, it's ridiculous some of the claims they're making with no scientific proof to back it up. Their models are ridiculous and they come from people of supposed scientific authority and political figures backing up the rhetoric and you believe it. But everything on earth is composed of carbon. And this is the enemy. And we, the people, are the enemy producing all this carbon? Well, I know one thing. Plants survive off carbon. And we have tons of plant life on this earth that needs carbon. So they can produce oxygen. And since everything is comprised of carbon, then what's the big deal with carbon? Really? I see an objective here coming in the very near future as the World Economic Forum discusses carbon taxes. Yes, they want to start monitoring every little bit of carbon that you put out so they can tax you for it, which is absolutely asinine. These people going to these meetings at Davos, the World Economic Forum, um, NATO, all these government people flying around in their jets and millionaires and billionaires in their jets are some of the most polluting freaking things on the earth, not to mention the militaries. I know the U.S. military is one of the biggest polluters on the face of the earth, but it's never mentioned. Humongous ships that are out in the oceans don't have these regulations on them for carbon emissions. And you wouldn't believe if you looked into the carbon emissions of like cruise ships, battleships. Um, what about some of these uh, aircraft carriers? And look at jets and some other things. How much exhaust that they put off carbon into the atmosphere. And we're supposed to be feeling bad about driving back and forth to work. And somehow, like, cows 
are belching and farting and destroying the atmosphere and causing this climate change. It's all a scare tactic and it is meant to induce you into a form of panic, of course, kind of like what we just went through in the pandemic. And it works. If you didn't notice, you panic. You go into fear because they tell you to be afraid. And what do you do? Exactly what they tell you to do. Don't fall for it. Don't believe it. The earth is cyclical. It goes through epochs. We go through different periods where we'll have ice ages. We'll have extremely hot temperatures, way hotter than anything we're coming close to experiencing right now. And life sustains. It goes on. So just realize you can look up all this stuff. The earth does go through cyclical changes because of the movements that it has. Okay, just look into that if you want to find out the facts. Global warming, climate change, I don't care what they want to call it. I don't care what they want to tell you that we have to do about it. We can't fall for this shit and get into being carbon taxed. It's just one more thing that they are planning on doing to suppress and control people even more. To gain more money and more power. It's in their playbook and it's not hidden. If you'll just look for it, you can witness the meetings where they're talking about it. I urge you people out there to do some research instead of just always believing everything these people spit out of their mouth. This agenda has been going on for so damn long now, and every time they tell you some horrible incident's going to be occurring in the next 10 to 15 years, it never happens. It's not going to. We're going to see slight changes, okay? We're going to see temperatures go up for a little while. We're going to see temperatures drop for a little while. Things will happen. It's just cyclical. We will experience it. Get ready for it because it's going to happen, but it won't kill you. And it's not because of anything you're doing. Yes, we do pollute the earth. I admit that. We could do a whole lot better job of cleaning up our act on pollution. But I look at all these big businesses around the world that dump pollution into waters, emit horrible gases out of smokestacks. Ah, it pisses me off. And then Talking about this and then what I just told you about the governments, the pollution that they emit from running around in their jets and running their militaries and all this shit. And they want to blame you and tax you. It's bullshit. 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 On to the next one. Hey, it's Jay. Are you enjoying the show? I hope so. If you are, think about contributing. You can support this podcast for as low as a dollar a month, up to $10 a month. Look in the description below and you can find the link to click on to do a subscription. You can cancel anytime, no problem. If you don't want to do that, I have another option. I have my Venmo listed. Maybe you want to tip me for the information in this specific episode. Anything you wish to tip me, I will be greatly appreciative. It helps me. And I can keep this thing going. So that's the main point. 
I just want to express my gratitude to all those that help. And if you can't afford it, don't worry. Free information will still be coming. Take care. How about Dr. Fauci and gain-of-function research? You might have saw on TV that as it got heated about this gain-of-function research being done around the world at Biolabs, Rand Paul called Dr. Fauci out, and they had a rather heated exchange and come to the fact now that when he was debating with Rand Paul, Dr. Fauci had the gain-of-function research definition changed and deleted many of the terms in the definition that would hold him accountable for what he was involved doing. So far, you don't want me to read the definition anyways. It's it's long and tedious to go through, but he omitted portions of the definition and had it changed to where he could not be held accountable for gain-of-function research because he was not doing gain-of-function research. It was this new definition. That's what he was doing. Just again, to show you how politicians and higher-ups in this world can simply change a definition at their whim to delete their accountability and not be held to any charges based on their activity that would be criminal. A total crock of shit, and I think by now everybody knows Fauci is a fraud and was involved in some heinous activity during the AIDS epidemic and the drugs that were used during the AIDS epidemic that was killing people. Is there any correlation between the drugs being used on people that are dying now from this pandemic we've been going through that Fauci is involved in? It seems very similar. And, of course, Fauci has disappeared. No one's heard anything from him. He has rode off into the sunset, and probably we will never hear from him again. And he will never be charged for crimes against humanity in all sorts of different forms and fashions, including gain of research, um, gain of function research, and developing drugs that have horrible side effects that have been accounted for. They're not being reported near to the effect of what is happening to people around the world that I am aware of and protocols that were imposed upon hospitals around the world for taking care of victims of the vid that killed them. So these protocols that they were imposing in the hospitals, they were paying large sums of money to diagnose people with the bid. Then to put them on the protocol, they paid them some more. And if they got a death by the bid, they got paid some more. And anybody that didn't follow the protocol 
was blacklisted, lost their job, was literally just scrubbed, just pushed off the face of the earth like they didn't exist. Nurses, doctors losing their jobs for not wanting to play the game of death that Dr. Fauci was involved in. So I'll leave it at that. Another definition changed by a genocidal maniac. And I'll go to the next one. Let's talk about the change of definition of vaccine. This happened during the midst of our pandemic. Vaccination. The definition was the act of introducing a vaccine into your body to produce immunity to a specific disease. Now, the CDC's change definition for vaccine. A product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. A preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against disease, providing protection. Notice now, there is no mention of immunity in the new definition. It stimulates your immune system. It provides protection. That's the new definition, but... There is no more definition of a vaccine that gives you immunity, which is what a vaccine always did. By changing this definition, they have now allowed for this vaccine that we have now to be included in their broad spectrum definition as a vaccine, even though it does not give you immunity. At all. And what do they consider fully vaccinated? Well, let me read you that definition. The definition of fully vaccinated must be adjusted to account for a third booster. Three. That's right. If one didn't do it and two didn't do it, what the hell makes you think three's going to do it? I remember when the, the Vax first came out. I remember the President of the United States saying that you would be immune. Yes, that's right. He said it. Look up him giving his speech saying it would give you immunity. Do the patriotic thing, he said. Think about others like your elders and children and the other people you'll infect. Get your immunity. Stop lollygagging around and go get that pin stuck in you. All of it is lies and deception. Just letting you know. And you can see all these changing definitions are to fit an agenda. They will make up anything to fit the narrative that they seek to have. And since this is their agenda to make sure that everybody gets three of them, 
which has who knows what the fuck in it. I just know that taking crap with RNA and these pieces of metallic metal beating that are in it, the weird shit that's in this stuff, it's even been proposed that there is a form of venom in it. So, look into all the things that could possibly be in this. If you've had one or two or three, look for ways to help yourself out. There are things that can help against this because I promise you it's not doing anything good for you. I hate to break that to the folks out there that have had it. I've only seen people just getting by catching COVID again, of course. And then there's the horrible things where people are having strokes. They're having heart attacks. They're having all sorts of blood clots. I mean, sudden adult death syndrome is now a thing. It's never been a thing ever. People having the heart issues that they're having at a young age all of a sudden happening in mass never happened before. Not until these injections were being introduced. I want you to think about it. If you haven't had it, stay strong, stay away from it, no matter what scare tactics they come up with in the future. And then, of course, I want you to also consider if you have had it, look into things that you can do to make your body healthy and neutralize whatever junk is in this and help yourself out. So on to the next one. You know what? I'm not going to beat you to death with this. Why keep going? They've changed the definition of inflation. They've changed the definition of necessary workers. They've changed the definition of what herd immunity is now. They've changed definitions of mass shootings. They've changed definition of the influenza pandemic. They've even changed the definition of astronaut for what? They Like Jeff Bezos is not an astronaut, even though he flew into outer space. He didn't go far enough, I guess. Um, so they changed the definition. Um, anyways, <laughs> it just... It blows my mind. I just want you to see the links of deception and the links that these people will go to. The they, whoever they are that are really in control of things. They'll change definitions. They'll change anything to deceive and to control people. And this is just some great examples I'm giving to you of how they'll do it to fit their agenda to make you think that what they're doing is legitimate. When all you really have to do is look up what the old definition was and go, well, why'd they change it? It's pretty easy to see why they changed it because it helps them out. And they know most people will not do the research. Most people will not check into this stuff. The media is bought and paid for. It's controlled. 
You have actors on television reading scripts. There is no investigative reporting anymore. All there is is your fringe media out there, which is growing, trying to report the stuff, but more and more they're getting censored, canceled, deleted off the internet. They definitely don't have any mainstream news channels you can flip on. You have to look them up. You have to try and find them. There's lots of great ones that you can find. I found them. So I would highly encourage you to look for other news outlets that can keep you up to date on what's really happening in the world so that you have a better sense of what's going on. The consistent fear-mongering, the consistent changing of definitions, the evil plans that they have that are many times obvious by the meetings that these people have, the NIH, the World Economic Forum, the WHO, the CDC, governments, I mean, they have meetings where things are recorded or you can read about what was said and it would blow your mind if you knew the reality of it. But it's not just right there out in the open. It's obfuscated. It's pushed aside. It's not reported on. So you have to find the people that will report it to you or you have to be investigative on your own and look for some of this stuff. So I hope this has been enlightening for you to find out why definitions change. It's not for the betterment of mankind. It's to hide things from you, to change things, to fit a specific agenda. And now you know. So that's it for this show. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate and review this podcast if you're on a site that will allow it. It helps me in my ratings. And as I move up, more listeners can come on aboard and that helps me out. And I would appreciate it. So thank you very much for joining me for this episode. I love you all out there in podcast land. Take care, stay aware, and I will catch you on the next episode of Keeping It Real. This is Jay signing out. Later. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you, but please do all of this at your own risk.